Let's go watch it in 2D. No, let's go watch it in 3D. But if we watch it in 3D, then is it worth the cost? We're marooned on this planet. I need to make it right. We could help you. The probability of survival is 38%. Seems a bit low. One day you're going to come up against something you don't think you can do. And then you're going to do it. Let's get everyone home. And from then on, you're you. Disney Pixar's Lightyear. Rated PG only in theaters. Hello, hello, hello. This is Adolf, and I have with me Classic Jake. Howdy, folks. And today, Classic Jake is reviewing a new animated movie called Lightyear. As always, we'll talk about the 3D aspect first. So, Jake, how was the 3D of Lightyear? It was good, barely. In fact, um, if this was live action, it would probably be weak, because I think the only thing that gives it any depth at all is the fact that it is a 3D animation. They really went, they were so lacking of depth. I mean, when I took my glasses off, you know, because sometimes in a 3D movie, you, t- you remove the glasses momentarily because it helps, you know, because your eye, because sometimes your eyes just split, you know, they just don't focus right. And uh, it just, the 3D effect doesn't work. So you take it off and you're good. Well, this was, this movie was flat most of the time, pretty much. I mean, it was like almost non-existent 3D. Uh, this was this is easily the worst 3D in a Disney movie, and it's easily um, the worst Pixar 3D. I mean, it just there were a few moments of a buzz of of flying around and in his ship and in his jetpack that were nice, had some pop out and stuff. That's the only reason I give it a good. I mean, it just barely squeaks by. So there's some flight scenes that are cool? Yeah. Okay. Um, I have not seen this movie, by the way, so I can't tell you one way or another. So I'm going to just allow what Jake said to stand. Um, so I don't know anything else. But if that's your experience with it, I'm fine with that. So Yeah. It is what it is, and who knows? Maybe your theater sucked. Maybe, maybe not. But I trust yeah. you. I trust you on this, so I'll let you. Um, mm-hmm. So your final verdict is good 3D, but just barely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So let's get to the movie itself. So Lightyear is a, a Pixar-inspired movie. Based on the Toy Story franchise, but it's not really for everybody, right? Um, they, you have to give Pixar credit. Uh, they did not less rest on the laurels of uh, Toy Story. They swung for the fences for this. They really went um, out of the. They really tried to do something different with this. They don't fully succeed, and it's probably going to trigger a lot of nerd rage in certain people. And I understand this because everybody has that one franchise that's near and dear to their heart, and uh, if it's altered or changed in any way, they just completely freak out. With with me, it's uh, it was Mission Impossible. 
a lot of people it's Star Wars. And there's a whole lot of people it's going to be Toy Story. Um, and they make some changes. And boy, do they. Uh, some of them work for some people. And some, some of them worked for me. Some of them didn't. And I fully understand this. The thing is, the conceit that this is the movie that Andy saw was kind of, why in the hell are you having this as a, as a scroll, an on-screen uh, crawl if uh, you would have been better to have an animated uh, intro and outro with this? Because, like I said in my review, wouldn't you want to revisit Andy, especially with uh, 2020 technology and animation abilities? So it was like a text scroll, or like a Star Wars text scroll or text on the screen saying, this is the, you know, instead of actually having an animated scene. Uh-huh. Yeah, they told us. They didn't show us. I mean, it could have beautifully been done where, you know, you see Andy as a kid again and you see them go to the, you know, come out of the theater. theater with Woody. And, um, and then it goes to the first scene and then cuts off. And then uh, maybe the parents are talking about it, and then it goes into the movie or something. They could have done it easily and found a, a, yeah. clever, a clever way mm -hmm. to get it mixed in. Yeah, Princess Bride. So the canon issue is interesting. Is it based on um, – we're not going to spoil anything here. Um, is the canon issue is based on the Toy Story or based on the TV show of Buzz Lightyear that it changes, or both? Uh, the canon is the movie of – it's – the 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 end story. Um, so I would say the movies are canon because uh, Buzz, the Buzz we know in the movies is a toy. Mm -hmm. uh, Buzz Lightyear is a is is a movie, so it, it's not the toy. Okay, the lore behind Buzz Lightyear um, that changed, I guess. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Now is that based on the TV show of Buzz Lightyear, Star in Command, or no? Did you watch that? Yeah, I saw it, but uh, they didn't have any such conceit because they uh, respected their audience. They just said, "Oh, here's this, here's stories." If you, they didn't worry about stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, they weren't infected by comic book disease yet. Everything has to be canon and continuity. Blah 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 blah. Um, I wish they had either left the thing off and just had this movie as is. Uh, but congratulations, nerd culture. Um, this is why we're, that's why we're not going to have nice things for much longer. So, uh, th there's recast here for Chris Evans being Buzz Lightyear. How did that work? Fine. I mean, um, for another truth, my favorite, uh, Buzz is, is Patrick Wahlberg, who's voiced the character more than anybody else. Walburton. Yeah, Walburton. You know, also known as the Tick, and played all sorts of other the original Tick. So that was in the Buzz Lightyear of Star Command TV show, and Tim Allen is the Star Story Toy Story movies. Just to be clear on that. Uh huh. He's in a yeah. yeah Chris Evans is another. Um, you know, he's a he's a he's fine. In fact, his his vocal stylings are. He's he's obviously trying to. Be in character that, uh, and it sounds similar to uh, Tim Allen. Okay, and I'm okay with that. I don't, I, I never got why it's so hard to no we'll keep the same voice actor or they're not the same character. I mean, they're they are in one aspect, but not 
actually the you know the toy is voiced by Tim Allen the actual movie character is voiced by Chris Evans and the TV show that is based on the toy is done by Patrick Warburton that makes sense to me that doesn't seem complicated but I guess that's too complicated for some people yeah I guess uh, and also some people just got to be mad at something so what is this movie about what's going on here uh basically it's uh the uh, he's a star ranger along with his best friend, and they're with a bunch of colonists, and uh, they get stranded, uh, and they're trying to get off planet, and Buzz is um, a test pilot, so uh, they have him, he does tests, they're testing fuel to um, see, you know, come up with something that they can repair their um, fuel source for their uh, engine and, and get their colony where they uh, are supposed to be instead of this godforsaken planet they accidentally crashed on and um this is something else that get, is triggering some nerd rage in people i've noticed is they uh like uh, end game and uh, infinity war they go with uh different um scientific theories about uh time travel so basically every time um buzz goes up for his 4 minute flight Depending on what happens when he's doing his flight, it can be when he lands, it can be four years or 40 years. Hmm. And um, he, of course, is only aged four minutes. That's time relativity for you. Uh huh. Yeah, that's something that most sci fi shows just ignore the possibility of if we actually did time travel would happen. Okay. So this, it kind of reminds me. Of the, a lot of the science in this movie reminds me of kind of the like the stuff in the fifties, like Asmanoff and Heinlein, and you know, it's not as uh, they don't stop the story to explain it, but it's not your typical sci-fi tropes that Star Trek and Star Wars have about uh, space travel and. Okay, now do you think this is a movie that everyone will be able to enjoy? Yeah, if you uh, don't have any uh, retcon issues and stuff, it's it's a it's a Pixar action movie. I mean, this isn't the weepy. I mean, there are a couple. There is a one or two scenes that'll make you sniffle if you got a heart, but this isn't a movie like Soul or um or Up. Okay. It's 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 not that kind of journey. This is more. This is a summer blockbuster film. You don't really have to dig deep about it. You can sit there and just lay, lean back and enjoy. Oh, that sounded awful. Okay. <laughs> it's a kids. It's a family movie that's uh, that's geared more for the smalls to follow along. Okay. Uh, what's what did you not like about it? Um, it's it's pacing. It felt long. I was surprised. I I was in the theater. This thing felt long. Okay. So what's your final score on this movie? Uh, 7 out of 10. Okay. Um, we're not going to get into the controversies surrounding this movie. Um, love is love, and if you don't like it, too bad. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah. Um, is it decently done, I guess? Is it, or you know, at least? Yeah. It's basically, this is a good movie. Okay. It's not a great movie. Problem is, so many of Pixar's movies are great. So a good one is going to seem like crap to some people. All right. I guess that's going to be it for us. Bye. Bye.
Okay, as this podcast wraps up, I want to thank my patrons. Thank you, Mr. Bengal 5, Kevin Winter, and Alex Folk for your financial support on Patreon.com. You can find 3D or 2D on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, Pinterest, Instagram, and more. Just look for 3D or 2D. Thank you for either listening or watching this podcast. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Bye, everyone.